0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Heart of Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Siegfried, and I just want to welcome you here today. I just pray that you are doing well. And if you aren't, I pray that your eyes and your hearts and your minds are lifted after you listen to um, some of my episodes. So, again, welcome. I know that this week is a bit heavy with the election and everybody, you know, just all of the chaos that happens on social media or within friend groups or family groups and so I just you know I just pray that we can find grace upon each other and truly love each other uh, regardless of the outcome regardless of our opinions and um yeah I don't know where you guys are right now or what's going on in your life but I know that I feel like everyone I you know, I talk to or come in contact with, you know, is dealing with something, something heavy. And maybe if if it's not heavy, it's something that is still transitional or really figuring out where you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to be doing, who you're supposed to be with, and just all of those questions that come up. And so I kind of was just going to take today to chat and talk about life. But there has been, you know, a topic on my heart for quite a while, and I, I felt like I kept wanting to get this message perfect. I kept wanting to, like, get these verses down and, and to, like, know exactly what to say and what to do and how to really use the words to bring hope and to bring what my message is, I wanted it to honestly, I wanted it to be perfect. And I have quickly learned in almost everything I've said in previous episodes is that, you know, you've got to show up as you are and you've got to show up. Because the more I would let this message go, the longer you may not have heard it or like the longer you needed it but didn't get it because I didn't just trust the Lord to just provide what is, you know, growing in my heart and not having it perfect. Does that make sense? You know, it's like we we want to be perfect in whatever scenario it is, whether that's for work or for relationships or for motherhood or whatnot, you just fill in the blank. And while we're trying to wait for perfection or wait for that, like to be equipped, we're wasting time. It's procrastination. And I'm here to say I'm I'm drawn, uh, you know. That's one of my strongholds is procrastination. I mean, I work well under pressure, so a lot of times I like when things are cutthroat or like down to the deadline. But when it comes to what the Lord's telling me or what I know I want to share, or I know that He wants me to share, I can't procrastinate. And just just like you, if there's something that is tugging on your heart, tugging on your soul, and you you feel the Spirit really leading you in a certain way, but you're you're holding out and you're you're fighting, you might have to ask if it's procrastination on and you know that's there's a downfall to procrastination. One, we're not getting to where we need to be, and we're also not providing others with whatever need or service or gift that we have been given. So I just encourage you to really lean in to what you've been hearing or what you've been called to do and really lean into that and and really, you know, have the faith to know that when we take a a step of faith, good things can happen. And honestly, it's, it's takes trial and error. It doesn't happen just overnight. I think I'm a testament to that. You know, it's been eight years of, I mean, it was like eight years ago when I, you know, first um, really got back into my faith, but also like struggled hardcore. And, really sought after what God wanted. And this was all right before the bachelor, bachelorette. And, um, but you know what? I've still held on to so many lies um, from childhood, from, you know, just being teased or things that have happened in like my adolescence or just all of those lies had built up in my heart and um, in my mind. And, you know, honestly, it's taken even these past 8 years to overcome so many strongholds that were established back back in my 5-year-old self back in when I was 8 back when I was 10 you know it's like it's just fascinating when we can reflect and we can look back at our lives and realize just how much of it really molds us into who we are today and how so many of those strongholds um, honestly need to be broken because our reality isn't true you know some like what how we see ourselves in the mirror you know that's a lie probably if if you look in the mirror and you just don't like anything that you see I mean what why do you do that does that stem from something that happened back when you were a teen you know, or if, for me personally, I think I struggled with self-doubt a lot, and that's just even in terms of, you know, talent and gifts and not necessarily um, confidence in like, you know, whatever. It's mostly just the self-doubt of, you know, I allow those lies and those things that maybe people have said about me before when I was younger, allowed to really affect who I am and shape my identity. And I've had to co- I've had to overcome that, especially coming after the show. And, you know, I had like thousands of people <laughs> um, commenting really rude, mean things. And it was really hard for my sensitive heart. And as much as I would say um, it doesn't bother me, I mean, it cut to the core, I think, because it also fed off lies I had been told as a child or lies that I had believed when I was a teen and so all of those piled on that had already you know I built like a wall around my heart then with the show and the, and the backlash and the just the negativity of comments and people you know telling you who you are which you aren't but the mean words just start to add up, add up add up and they can, they create a bigger stronghold Um, something that's even harder to overcome. And I mean, a lot of that was, I think, just, you know, not being good enough. You know, I was always being compared to um, other leads or um, just not making the right decisions. And it's just really fascinating, to be honest, to look back and to see just how far I've come and how far, how much I've overcome. Much that you would have no idea, probably, because obviously we all typically judge each other based off our social media, and, you know, our hearts aren't really shown on there, and I know each of us go through different things, different obstacles, personal challenges, um, and it's a neb and flow, and that's something that you can't just get from an Instagram page, and so, I don't know, that's why I think today I wanted to share more about strongholds and how we can kind of overcome them, and I don't just mean kind of, I mean how we can overcome them. You know, I I mean, we don't want to live with these chains around our, our wrists or like our chains around our neck. Like for me too, a lot of it was not being able to find my voice. And I don't mean like, I can't, you know, finding my voice to sing because Lord knows I can't, but um, really just discovering my worth in my opinion and having a voice, knowing that my opinions mattered, my my beliefs mattered, my, my life mattered, like my story mattered. And, you know, that took me a long time to get there because um, I kid you not, even this is even long before the show, but there was a stronghold over me and I would feel it around my neck. And, um, whenever things would come up or like, I, if I walked into a, a spirit filled church and like, I would feel the Holy Spirit just like there, it was like a knot in my throat. And I, I believe it was trying to re, you know, like remove this stronghold around my throat. And, um, you know, it's just probably experiences that continue to crack in my um, spirit and in my soul where, enemy was able to attack and able to use others to be able to attack that space and make me believe that I'm not enough that I'm I don't have a voice and my voice doesn't matter and you know why use it and I would say and then that also stems from you know just not really being in a communicative family we didn't really talk about stuff verbally and so I think a lot of it, too, was just not knowing how to verbalize any sort of emotions. Um, I didn't know how to verbalize in any conflict. I would run, which sometimes I still do. But um, thank God for God's mercy. But, um, you know, I still struggle with that. But that's because it's been a stronghold that I have to overcome daily. And I'm just so thankful for this community because you know, even stepping out um, in faith for this podcast was really a step into overcoming even more of that stronghold of not um, feeling like my voice mattered. And so I just want to thank you guys for really affirming that. And, um, you know, I'm trusting God in it. I know that he has a purpose for all of us. And, you know, he has a purpose for me to use my voice. And that's why the enemy attacked it so, so fiercely, you know, because what God has gifted you with, to better his kingdom, that is where you will feel most attacked. I just want to say that again. Like, where you feel you are gifted, that is also where you might feel most attacked. You might feel attacked by others because, you know, the enemy does use others to um, attack those areas of our lives where he wants to stop us, obviously, from proclaiming God in our lives and proclaiming the gifts that he has given us. And so I just want you to think about that for a minute of, like, where in your life are you feeling um, maybe down or, or like, rejected? Or maybe, you know, people are coming at you for a certain thing or, um, you know, I, I don't know what it looks like for you, but is that also the gift that God has given you to reach others, you know? I don't know. All I know is that it takes a lot of time and a lot of intention in understanding our strongholds and how to identify the source of those and how to really walk in action and in prayer and in faith and overcoming them. So I'm just going to quickly offer just a few steps that I think has even worked for me in my life to overcoming strongholds. And, you know, the stronghold sounds really bold, like, it sounds, like, harsh, like, it's a stronghold, it's, like, keeping you back completely, but, you know, strongholds are, like, everything, like, unforgiveness, bitterness, jealousy, envy, you know, like, it's things that you may not even realize you have this stronghold, because it's become your normal, you know, it's just something that you do, or it's just something you feel, and you're, you you know, it's, like, you might think it's small, but it's, It can be a mustard seed of a stronghold. But the more it opens up, it will just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And so we really need to be able to identify all of our strongholds that we're dealing with. It's not going to be just one. I mean, maybe, but I know for me it's like a lot. It's been a lot of different strongholds. And um, it's whatever is keeping you back. Whatever is keeping you from living in a wholeness and in a peace and in a harmony that God wants you to. A stronghold really is, it's a thinking pattern, um, a faulty thinking pattern based on just the lies that you've heard your life and deception. Deception is probably one of the primary weapons of the devil. And it's because it's some of the building blocks for strongholds. So it's because deception happens when you don't even know it. That's why it's called being deceived. It's things within your soul that you don't even know are there. And so you ask, how do we even identify those? Um, if it's so small, we don't even know. Well, I think deep down we do know. I think deep down if we reflect on past experiences, past traumas, if you close your eyes and you think about like the words that describe you, what are those? Are they coming from a place of love and a, a place that you feel you are? Or are they from things that you've heard about yourself? Your entire life. You know, I think that the first step is being able to identify. Identify what your stronghold is and where it comes from. Where it comes from is definitely the second step, but to identify. And so in order to identify, how do we identify that? Sometimes it's asking other people around you, asking your spouse, asking your um, closest friends and family, because oftentimes they can see something in us that we can't see in ourselves. Um, obviously it's also, um, asking God what it is because he'll tell you, uh, what you're holding on to, what you're believing. And it's important to keep pride out of it. But what's funny is pride can also be a stronghold. Oh, we could be here all day talking about all the strongholds. What is yours? What's what, what is something that you have believed about yourself that you don't want it to be true? You maybe don't believe it, but you have a hard time overcoming that in your life. Like, you know, for me, I've even in my relationship, my marriage, and other friendships, and, you know, my whole life, it's like, oh, you're not a good communicator. And so throughout my life, it's like, oh, okay, I'm just not a good communicator. When in reality, I'm a phenomenal communicator. I just communicate in a different way. <laughs> But I also had to overcome some of the things, you know, that were was keeping me from uh, verbal communication. And so, um, I think it's also important to be aware of how we're contributing to other people's lies and deceptions. Because, you know, we don't want to tell anyone something that you wouldn't want to ident- identify with yourself. Um, I was t- talking to a friend the other day too, and I was talking about how, you know, we it's hard because we have to die to ourselves every single day to overcome certain patterns, um, certain lies, and certain, you know, habits or patterns. And that's exactly what a spiritual stronghold is. You know, it's a pattern that we've developed um, in our in our thinking and in our hearts. And we have to die to it every single day. And I was mentioning how, like, I, I don't know where I heard this, but it sticks with me to this day about uh, when someone tells you something that you don't agree with or you don't want to agree with, like, Oh, you're just this. You're just that. Um, I just think you're really this. Then just be like, you know what? I don't. I don't identify with that. Look that person in the face and be like, oh, I didn't. I don't identify with that. I don't proclaim that. I don't receive that. That is literally a great step to overcoming any more lies thrown your way or adding to that wall of bitterness honestly I feel like with with every stronghold we tend to continue to build a brick around the heart around the heart more and more every time we hear that same word every time we are feeling that same way and so it's really about identifying it so right now think about how many times or what what is that word that has really stuck with you maybe for me it was I'm not enough and then when I was being um a baby and being too emotional I was too much So there was this constant limbo between not belonging anywhere. And so I think, honestly, that's where, you know, I've had to also struggle with and overcome to know that my place has been made. It was predestined by God. I don't need to worry. I don't need to believe what others think or say about me because I can now find my identity in Christ. I can now stand in my truth and stand in who I'm supposed to be rather than allowing lies or deception to come my way. And I'm not perfect. I fall into deception um, sometimes. and But now that I'm aware of it, I'm able to overcome it more and I'm able to pray against it. So the next step is really discovering the source. So you want to discover the source of the stronghold. So say, for instance, you are dealing with jealousy or you're dealing with Um, envy or comparison Um, or maybe you're dealing with bitterness okay so why can you answer that question can you answer why you deal with these things maybe you um, deal with anxiety fear you know fear has been a popular topic this year because of so many things going on in the world but I mean if it's controlling your life like why does it stem from other experiences you've had in your life? Worrying about things, comparing with other people, or wanting to live up to other people's expectations? You know, maybe you didn't, um, I don't know. You know, there's just so many There's so many things to discuss that I can't just um, discuss one. And maybe I can dive in um, in another episode into certain ones. But for now, I'm just going to keep it pretty broad so that We all can really understand that we need to really bring it to light, and we need to take time to reflect on where these came from. For an example, I'll be honest. So a lot of mine came from childhood, and a lot of it came from words that either my brother said to me or the kids in the neighborhood, and I had already not, you know, I I, at a very young age, I feel like I didn't, I already didn't have my own thinking or, (laughs) like, I would just go along with everyone to a fault and, um, who knows where that came from, but eventually it just continued to build, continued to build because I never felt like I fit in. And so I just wanted to conform in order to fit in, um, because otherwise I would be made fun of. So I was made fun of for being, you know, too emotional. And then I'd be a baby if I cried. And then, um, you know, like I mentioned before, like I grew up in a lot of different areas. We grew up in a lot of, um, apartments um mobile home campgrounds that type of thing and so I got to see a lot of different family lives and a lot of different kids and that was really really helpful because you know it was just so good so humbling but also so encouraging because I was around kids who never judged you know they never judged you for your lack of things and I really appreciate that and um ironically going through school I I always had friends you know that came from wealthy families and it never bothered me to not have those things um but you know you get teased a little bit um or you'll hear kids scuff and you know like oh why are we crossing the railroad tracks drop these kids off you know so you, you just don't feel like you have a place and then we moved a lot and so I also didn't feel like I really belonged anywhere we didn't really have any roots and so I think that's a constant struggle of identity, and but the moment I allowed other people's opinions of me into my core thinking, um, at such a young age, it has affected the way I looked at myself growing up, the way I dealt with relationships, how I longed for validation, I longed for affirmation, and it's it's such a great feeling to be able to reflect on your life and and to be able to identify exactly why. <laughs> you are the way you are. And honestly, the triggers and the things that um, create these strongholds to come to life, like it's really, it's really a great process to go through and to be able to really just take, take an hour and reflect and write down each and every experience. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of this, but creating a life map is really helpful. Um, You take Post its and you write down. You have like three different. You know, I did this so long ago. I actually don't even remember. I'd probably have to Google it. But you take like three different colored um, or two different colored post its, and you write your good experiences on like the green, and then you write your bad experiences on the red, and then you put them all on a kind of a poster board, I guess, of um, in a timeline. And you'll be able to see your own life map of the timeline that you experienced. And then it's kind of helpful to be like, this was a bad experience and this is why, you know, I dealt with this or that I went through this and this is why I then um, did this. Or, you know, it just, it was really fascinating. And to be able to share our life with each other is also very helpful because I think so much of us, so many of us, I, I'm sure, keep it all in. Um, we don't want people to know because maybe we feel that it's a negative or, oh, what are they going to think about me if I actually, you know, express this? And I don't know. I just think it's really wonderful when we can share and when we can talk and share each other's stories because um, it's filling, it's fulfilling and it's encouraging. But, um, <laughs> back to the topic. Um, once we can really reflect and identify what is keeping us from living in our wholeness and Living in our full potential and, and, and in what God has wanted for us and in utilizing the gifts that He's given us. We need to go through these steps. We truly do. And sometimes we have to go through them like daily, <laughs> if not seasonally, um, until we get so good at overcoming them that they no longer bind us. But um, um so the next step is really going to be walking in action. So if you have identified a stronghold, So you've identified it, you've written it down, or put it in your mind, and you have reflected upon it, and you are like, you know what, this is because of everything that has been done to me in my life, everything that's been said to me in my life. You know, a lot of times it's how we were parented, or um, people that came into our lives at a very young age. Sometimes, oftentimes, it's heartbreak, it's toxic relationships. It's people telling us we're not good enough. And so once we can reflect on that and identify it, we've got to then turn it around. So if you are walking in bitterness right now, maybe you don't know why, but then you reflect and you're like, oh yeah, because this person did this and this person did this. Well, I'm going to ask, like, "Have you forgi- have you forgiven them? Because the only way to overcome this bitterness is to forgive. We can't. Walk in our fullness and live in peace and harmony and happiness if we are holding on to unforgiveness. If you are constantly comparing or unhappy with yourself, wh- why and where did that stem from? And then you got to start walking in action. If you are following people on social media that are just subconsciously making you feel bad about yourself, stop following them. Or how about you take a social media break because that does a that does a heart a whole lot of good. <laughs> I know it does for me. I just highly recommend you've got to take an action towards it if you truly want to overcome anything. Anxiety is the same thing. If you are reading things or watching the news and it's giving you constant anxiety, turn it off. We've got to stop the source. We've got to stop that. We've got to stop things that are allowing more and more um cracks to open into our soul and into our spirit for, our, the enemy to attack. We need to fight back, you guys. We need to fight back against these strongholds. So another stronghold that I had to overcome was, well, honestly, you guys, I'm still overcoming it, but it's definitely fear of man and fear of like what others think. And so when I first started getting back into my faith, I was going to small groups and all of that, um, but I wouldn't say I was like bold in my faith at all. I knew that I wanted to be, um, I knew that I wanted to, you know, live a life um, for God, but I, and, and to do that is truly to bear witness and that, and to bear witness is to tell others about him. And I was such a newbie to it all that I, I felt, you know, that, that anxiety of, oh my gosh, like, what are they? I don't really know everything. I don't know scripture. And, you know, I'm not there yet. And like I said in the beginning, you don't have to be perfect to show up for God. You know, he just wants you as you are, messiness and all. And, um, and so I had to really, it was something that I wanted to do. You know, I, I felt that I wanted to be able to share this goodness with others. Um, but I didn't, ha- I lacked like the, you know, the ability to because of all these certain strongholds that held on to me from life. And so I t- continued, I, I prayed for it, you guys. It took, what, seven, six years to finally be like bold enough to express how much I love God and um, that's because of a whole other distractions and busyness but um, anyways it's like I had to pray for it because I didn't naturally feel like you know I told you a lot of my stronghold is self-doubt and I'd never felt equipped enough to be able to share verse or to be able to share anything truly and I had to pray for it so daily, monthly, yearly, Always. I still to this day pray the same thing. I pray for boldness. I pray for courage because I don't feel it's something um, I naturally have. And that's due to a lot of different lies and patterned thoughts that I personally have to overcome. But the more I prayed and the more I prayed and the more I prayed, the freer I felt from this these strongholds i continued to feel the grip over my throat release like the more i shared the more i was fighting back i was fighting back and so prayer is so 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 important one of my favorite um like verses and chapters is ephesians 6 because it's talking about you know the armor of god and putting on all the full armor of god Um, But also, you know, praying in petition and praying continually. It says, Ephesians 6.18, with all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit and with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. It says to be alert. (laughs) I think that's so true. We need to be alert of where these things are happening, how they're getting into our minds, and being aware of what we're believing about ourselves. Because what is something that you have, started to believe about yourself that you don't want to be true or maybe it isn't true. It's just something that you learn to believe about yourself. Uh, The other thing about Ephesians 6, uh, Ephesians 6.12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. And I don't think this could be more true than in 2020 that this war that rages on um, in our hearts and also in the hearts of men and everything that's going on in the world. It is not just a flesh and blood. Like It's a spiritual war. And there's spiritual battles going on personally within us all. And um, we have to equip ourselves with, honestly, with the full armor of God. And so if you haven't um, heard the full armor of God before, that's really um, Ephesians 6. I would I would highly recommend you reading Ephesians 6. Um, To really dive in, because, I mean, I could sit here all day sharing a verse, but I want you to really go into it and um, think about it. Think about how you are equipping yourself daily. Are you equipping yourself? It says, Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition, it continues, To take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God. So I'm telling you right now that our weapons are in the spirit and the word of God, because the word of God is the Bible and scripture, and the scripture is our weapons against the enemy. So if you're like me and it's hard to find time to read your Bible, I highly suggest you do it. I mentioned in another episode that um, because as a mom it's busy, I just leave it open daily so that when I wake up, it's in the kitchen and then I can just open it And then when I go to bed, I can open it again um, so that I can really, you know, fill yourself up with strength because that's what you're doing. You're preparing yourself. You're strengthening your spirit. And um, that's why this step is that the next step is really just to pray and to equip yourself. Equip yourself with the tools needed to come against strongholds. So like I mentioned before, I continued to pray for boldness. And the more that I prayed, the more that... The whatever stronghold of not wanting, like, keeping my voice from being heard lifted. And the more that I fought against the urge to not post something that was, like, um, you know, Christian-based, the more that I fought that urge and I continued to press send and I continued to press publish, it continued to flee more. So I was actively fighting against it. Like, my my body, too. You know, just that urge, like, you know, it's just just incredible what God can do. And also what, you know, what we can do for one another by praying and by helping one another, by sharing. If you know that you battle with something such as anxiety or fear or anything of that sort or addiction, like we have to rely on others to also keep us accountable. Um, but it has to be others that we trust and that will keep you on the right path to overcoming these, these strongholds. Oh, guys, I just um, hope that you can stop for a second and read into um, the book of Ephesians 6 and also just um, check out any of the other episodes. I know I've, I've interviewed such wonderful, encouraging women, and I've been so blessed by their stories, by their testimonies, and by their um, their wisdom, just so much wisdom. And, you know, I'll talk more about strongholds, but um, it really is the way we think and the lies and deception that we have allowed in and it's it doesn't need to be this way i want it doesn't need to be this way we can overcome it you can overcome this prayer with the word of god and so i just want to leave you with the prayer dear father i just thank you for everyone listening, I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your word. I thank you for the Bible. I thank you for scripture so that we can use it as weapons against the enemy. I pray for anyone. I just pray for everyone to be lifted up. I pray for their hearts to be lifted. I pray for their spirits to be lifted. I pray for anxiety and fear to flee, for worry to flee. I pray for healing in everyone feel like we all have gone through hurt. We have all gone through trauma or experiences that have left us wounded. I pray for you right now to mend that wound, to close that chapter. I pray for anyone experiencing unforgiveness to feel their heart soften and to feel you and to know um, that they can forgive. um, They can forgive those who have hurt them just as you have forgiven us of all that we do every day. Um, we just thank you, Lord. for your, We thank you for your provision. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love. And we thank you for this life that we get to live. We thank you for the wholeness that we can find in you. And I just pray for everyone to have a beautiful, beautiful week and, um, and to just find joy and um, to release any doubt, fear, and anxiety. I pray this in your heavenly name, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I know I probably could have gone on much longer, and I will. I promise I will. But please feel free to DM me or email me um, at hello at DesireeSigfried.com um, with any questions or any topics that you would love for me to um, to talk about. Um, I try to just get on here and share what whatever God's putting on my heart. But, you know, I want to know what is touching your heart. And, um, maybe, um, if you need a prayer request, please, please, please email me or DM me, um, over on the heart of purpose podcast, Instagram. Love you guys. Bye.